Hey, hey, welcome back to Mamas Have Special Needs 2. I'm your host, Ashley Johnston, and this is episode 113, Responsibility. Welcome to the Mamas Have Special Needs 2 podcast, where we are learning to thrive in and enjoy our lives again. I'm your host, Ashley Johnston. Let's go. Hey, Mamas, welcome back to the podcast. It is a beautiful Sunday afternoon where I'm at. The weather has just been amazing. I think I talked about this last time, but it is. And because it's not always this nice, super windy, it can get really hot or really cold. So I'm really just enjoying this, especially since I get cold so easily. Anyway, so we are, um, I'm at home today taking care of some sick members of my family. We've got the cold going on here. And so we're trying to take care of them, eat some good food, get some good rest, and hopefully they will be on the mend soon. But I wanted to pop on here and share with you an idea that I have been processing this last week. And I mean, actually for quite some time when things started to shift for me personally, where I started to feel like I had more control in my life, because I was feeling very trapped, feeling like I didn't have control, like I could not create the outcomes I wanted, that my life was not going to be what I thought it was going to be. And and it's not, but at the time I thought I had no control whatsoever. And what I didn't realize was I wasn't taking responsibility for my life and that that was a huge aspect of why things weren't or were happening the way that they were or weren't happening. And I know that the word responsibility, especially in Western culture, um, when we're talking to someone about it, it can often come off with a negative kind of um, tone. Like, no, you need to be more responsible or um, take some responsibility for your life. Like it's often kind of used as a chastisement for people instead of a, a way of encouraging someone as a term of, of empowerment. So in our Western culture, what I've noticed we're good at doing is talking about the rights that we have, that we have a right to this and a right to that, a right to be happy, a right to have, you know, whatever it is we want to have. But we don't often talk about the counterpart to that, which is responsibility. And the same thing applies to our personal life and to our emotional life. I like to visualize it as a stick that's on the ground. And on one side you have rights and on the other side you have responsibility. And when you pick up the side, when you pick up one end of the stick, you pick up the whole stick. You can't just pick up one end of the stick and not lift the other one, not not have an attachment to the other end of the stick, right? Because it's one continuous piece of wood. And so today I want to talk about personal responsibility, but I want to talk about it in the frame of empowerment, that, that taking more responsibility, that stepping into a frame of more responsibility for yourself, for your thinking, for your emotions for your actions, that when you do this, this is a way of power. It, it empowers you and it is how you take back your personal power when you're feeling trapped or when you're feeling 
when you're feeling like other things in your life are controlling what's happening. Oh my goodness, you guys. <laughs> okay, I just got back. It is now the evening time of recording my podcast. I just had to take a several hour break. My son comes in and goes, Mom, Elizabeth spilled paint all over the garage and it's all over your silks and all over other things. And anyway, so we went and spent the afternoon cleaning that up. Then my son woke up from his nap. So my opportunity to be recording this podcast for y'all had closed. And here's the interesting thing, which is actually perfect for <laughs> this podcast, is that I was immediately feeling like rage um, and was able to identify what was going on and to really sit in that emotion for a moment. And I want to come back to this because it's applicable, but first I need to share with you the definition, which is what I think I was sharing with you before. Um, we went and cleaned up the paint and the definition of responsibility is the acknowledgement and ownership that you are the creator of your own thoughts, emotions, actions, and results, that it's you, what you're doing, your sleep, what you're eating, what you're thinking. Um, all of that is what you are creating which is what is creating the life experience that you're having. And why this is important is because when you delegate out the responsibility for how you're feeling, thinking, acting, and the results that you're creating in your life to someone or something else, for example, the reason that I was feeling angry, if I'm to delegate that out and go, it's because my daughter spilled paint all over the garage, then I am going to be powerless in that situation to change or control how I feel and how I behave and how I act. But I know that I was feeling angry because I was thinking I'm losing the chance that I blocked out. Like I'm so frustrated. This shouldn't have happened. I was thinking thoughts like that. And I felt very angry because I was thinking those thoughts. So in order to have power, and I'm not saying that I went on to just feel all fine and dandy, like taking responsibility for what you're thinking and how you're feeling and how you're behaving does not mean I'm going to feel all better now and I'm going to just have happy days and it's going to be rainbows and daisies. That's not what that means. What it means is that you are taking back your personal power and you know who the creator of your life is and you know why you're feeling the way you are. It doesn't mean that you don't want to feel that way. So for me, like my son and I went to clean it. My older son, he's like, hey, let's listen to the audiobook." And I was like, actually, I just needed to be quiet for a little while. We work in, in silence for a while. And then we did, and we turned the audiobook on later. Um, but I just needed that time to sit with myself and remind myself, I am angry because of what I'm thinking. I'm angry because of what I'm thinking. And what that also does is it's able to mitigate me getting angry at my daughter and maybe treating her poorly because I'm allocating how I'm feeling to her. And then I'm, I would spend my time trying to correct her and tell her that what she did made mama angry and made mama frustrated and that she needs to change how she's acting. Now, I'm not saying that we shouldn't teach our children how to act and how to behave and what's appropriate and what situation and, and et cetera. And I'm not saying we don't do that. What I'm saying is that when you take responsibility for how you're feeling because of how you're thinking, then you can treat your children how you want to intentionally instead of being reactive because they did something that caused you to be angry, which it didn't, 
right? But that's what we like to say did. When we give away our power, that's how we speak. You did this and it made me feel angry. That's how we speak when we've given our power away to our children or our spouse or anybody else or anything. That's why it's so important to take that back. Now, I want to go into the consequences of different decisions we may make regarding our personal responsibility, Um, like the consequences of taking responsibility for ourselves, the consequences of not taking responsibility for ourselves, or the consequences of being overly responsible for other people or being under, underly, under responsible for other people and how what we do can influence others around us. So I'm going to go through those four things. But as I do, I want you to understand that these are all optional areas that we can be in. Like it, it's if you see that you're in one of these areas, it does not mean that is where you are and where you are for forever, right? These are all options and these are not the only ones. These are just the four that I'm presenting. Now, I also want to clarify something. I'm going to use the word experience as I talk about the consequences of what we choose to do with our personal responsibility. And when I say life, when I say life experience, so what I mean by experience is not what happens in our life, but how we experience what happens in our life. So for example, my daughter pours paint on the ground. There could be two Let's say, for example, there's two versions of me. Those two versions of me are going to experience this life event differently. One might flip out, get angry, and yell. And the other one might be more calm and collected and handle the situation from there, right? The situation is the same. The life circumstance is the same. But how those different versions of me experience it are different, And we have control over the things that we experience in life, how we experience them, but not necessarily what it is that happens. And sometimes we do, but not all the time. Okay, so what are the consequences of taking responsibility for yourself? And remember, consequence is not negative. Consequence is just what happens as a result of your actions or of what you do. So try to think of them more mathematically instead of consequences being framed negatively. So the consequences of taking responsibility for yourself are that you take back your personal power. You get to drive your own life. You get to decide the way you experience your own life. Much like in my imaginary example, when there's two of me and we respond differently to the paint being poured all over the garage floor, one version takes responsibility of herself and says, ah, I'm angry because of what I'm thinking. Whereas the other one might say, I'm angry because you poured paint all over the floor and I can't do anything about that angry. And I can't do anything about how I feel because of what you did, right? But when you take responsibility for yourself, you take back your power, you get to drive your own life, you get to decide the kind of life you experience. What are the consequences of not taking responsibility for yourself? Here's a couple of them. Other people have more influence over your life than you do. You play the victim role with little control in your own life. You feel stuck and defeated and trapped often. You blame other people for the experiences that you're having in your life. 
You end up waiting for someone else or something else to come along and save you or to change so that your life gets better. And lastly, you attempt to manipulate and control other people to feel in control of your own life. And mostly I notice this happens with our husbands, children, and our close family and friends or colleagues. So when you choose not to take responsibility for your life, not to take ownership of the way that you're experiencing your life, you end up playing the victim role or the victim mother where you are at the mercy of everything else. And what that would have looked like for me in this paint situation is that I would have exploded and gone in there and been very angry and upset and been like, this is your fault that I wasn't able to record my podcast on time like I planned. It's your fault that this thing is messy. It's your fault that I'm feeling awful. And I would have tried to manipulate them to get my children to behave a different way or to apologize or to do something so that I could feel better. That's what that looks like when you do not take responsibility for yourself. So what are the consequences for being overly responsible for other people? Meaning you feel a responsibility for the way they think, they feel, they behave, or the results that they experience in their life. And this probably for moms happens most often with our children. And what this looks like is that you take on the responsibility for things that you cannot legitimately control. So you shift into a very, a more manipulative mode and you try to figure out What's the right thing to say or the right thing to do? Because if I do just the right thing or say just the right thing, then there will be a certain kind of outcome, an outcome that you're looking for. And we do this often as mothers to our children. So for example, we may say or do something and our children might interpret it as hurtful. And then we feel guilty. And then we try to make them feel happy by apologizing or trying to say something that will change how they feel instead of just being present with them and supporting them through their hurt and supporting them through the experience, right? We're not trying to do anything or to be like, wow, I'm so sorry for the way you feel. That's totally my fault. I shouldn't have done that. I should have done this. Like, it's all my fault, right? That's being overly responsible for someone else. And what that leads you to is really also feeling cornered and trapped that everything you do affects someone else and you are responsible to fix it and to make it right, right? And I'm talking about like a hundred percent, okay? Now, there's going to be a balance between this being overly responsible and being under-responsible when it comes to other people. So let's go to under-responsible so we can figure out what the balance looks like between the two. The consequences of being under-responsible means that you have less connection with other people and you treat them poorly. So what this might look like is you would say something to your spouse and they interpret it to be hurtful and they bring that up to you, hey, that hurt. And then you respond with, well, the only reason you're feeling sad is because of what you're thinking. So you can just think something else or like, or you might say something like, well, you hurt me first or you deserve it or Something like that, where you are not considering that what you did, did have an effect on them. That although it is true, they could interpret what's happening differently. They could decide not to think that you're being mean. They could approach it with curiosity and really try to understand why you're saying this thing to them. What you have to really consider is, are you just saying whatever you want to say 
without considering how it could potentially influence the other person. Are you out to try to hurt their feelings? Are you out to poke fun at them? Are you out to wound them, right? Are you out to make them feel bad? Because that is not a very responsible way to handle your own behavior. When you have intent to hurt someone. Now, if you don't have intent, you might also take responsibility for something that, that others felt was hurtful. To be like, wow, I am very sorry. I did not mean to do that. I did not. That was not my intention. How can I make it right? How would you prefer that I do this or that, right? And that you know that your intention is connectedness and is respect and honor for the other person, no matter their age, be it your spouse or your child or yourself. So the balance that we want to strike between these two, between being overly responsible and under-responsible, when it comes to other people, is to realize that although how we think creates how we feel, we don't live in a vacuum, which means the things that we do do affect the people around us. And there are ways that we can act and behave that create connectedness, that make it easier to be around you, So you do want to consider the way that I am thinking and feeling and acting and the results that I'm creating in my life. How does this affect other people? How does this influence other people? And am I being the kind of person and creating the kind of influence that I want to in the world? Remember, all of your power, all of the power in your life lies in your thinking and feeling patterns. The more responsibility you take as the creator of how you think and how you feel, the more power you will have to create the life that you want. Remember, I help mothers caring for their children with special needs that feel trapped by their life. I help them find freedom and joy and the ability to create the life that they desire, all while still caring for their child with special needs. If you are feeling trapped, then we need to have a chat. It's free and completely worth your time. DM me at Mamas Have Special Needs 2 on Instagram and let's connect. Until next time, take care.